Meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to lesson. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And have harmony in the home. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 53, How to Be a Life Coach. And can I just take a pause before we begin and talk about Rachel and Dave Hollis getting a divorce? And then I just heard from my friend Joanne that Kelly Clarkson and her husband are getting divorced. Do you think it's the quarantine that people are not used to being together so much? My friend Heidi had a good point. She said, maybe these stars are so used to traveling and being almost like two ships passing in the night that now under quarantine, they're in lockdown and all the issues are coming to the surface. It's kind of like what they say about after you have a baby, a new baby brings up all the cracks in your relationship. It exposes all the areas where there's cracks, and then it exposes all the places where there's so much love. And then it just gives you a little bit of more of each. And I was like, oh my goodness, I never thought about that. It's almost like Dave Ramsey coming out now and saying that he's bankrupt. Like just because Rachel and Dave give so much marriage advice. They even have marriage retreats. And I'm just literally, and I don't know if you saw the post that they did. They are giving the biggest smiles. It's like one of those megawatt smiles where like your mouth is open. Like you can't believe how happy you are. And so I saw the picture and I was like, oh my gosh, they're pregnant. I literally thought it was going to be a pregnancy announcement. Not, not joking. And so then I said, it said, hey, hey, everyone, we have some news to share. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're having a fifth baby. And then she said, I don't really know how to say this. So I thought, oh, no, there's something wrong with the baby. I thought she was going to be asking for prayers. My brain couldn't process with the happy picture that all of a sudden we're going into second gear and it's now not good news. And I was like, oh, my gosh, the baby, what's going on? Maybe they had a, a funky ultrasound and they're waiting for test results or something. And then she said, we've defi- decided to end our marriage. And I was like, what do you mean end it? Like, where are you going? Like, I thought she maybe like they were going to be traveling and he was going to be working on Broadway for like six weeks and they were going to end it for six weeks. And they were really worried about being apart for six weeks. And I, I just couldn't even process it. So and then I posted it on Facebook and in a Rachel Hollis group that I'm in and everybody reached out to me saying, thank you for giving me a voice that I'm just as confused and shocked. And some people are feeling duped and feeling all sorts of emotions. So I'm like, maybe we should have like a support group or something. I'm way too invested. It's just that she always talks about transparency, transparency, transparency. And so I think everybody felt they were being transparent. And then just hear that they were struggling for the last three years. I'm like, what? I'm so confused. That's like me because Lily's like, mom, why are you so upset? It's not even your business. What are that? I'm like, I know all that. I just can't I can't figure it out what's what's causing so much agita for me. I said, it's almost like me doing the podcast saying, don't yell at your kids, use love and logic, always come from a calm energy. And then I shut off the mic and then I'm just laying into you guys and I'm like spanking you and I'm yelling at you and I'm calling you names. I just feel like that's the part that I'm having the disconnect of. Like, 
I promise you on a stack of Bibles, I'm practicing what I preach and it is so hard. I just know the alternative is so much harder. So every time I show up, I'm like, let's choose hard. Let's choose hard because the alternative is harder. So speaking of hard versus harder, that's my favorite way to talk my brain into doing something that it doesn't want to do. Like when it doesn't want to clean the house or doesn't want to put away the laundry in my closet. So I always play the game in my brain, pain first, pleasure later, because the brain wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain and be efficient. So it always wants to seek that pleasure first. So once you're on to yourself and you're on to your brain, you know that that's normal. Then you don't start beating yourself up and giving yourself character assassination for wanting to do the pleasurable thing first, like laying on the couch, eating the ding-dongs, not putting the clothes away, maybe snapping at your kids. That's the easier path. But when we always choose the easy path, then life always feels hard. And when I've turned my brain and I'm trying to train you all to train your brain is choose hard first. And then life starts to feel a little bit easier and easier and easier because the brain isn't taking over as much. The prefrontal cortex, which is the heart of the brain, that's the part that gets stuff done, yo. But the primitive part of the brain, laying in bed, eating ding-dongs, watching Netflix all day. Let's go. And we all have had those days when we've been sick or we're recovering from a surgery. And then you're like, this is kind of boring. So you always have to feel that discomfort. And it's either the discomfort of stagnation or the discomfort of growth. But both feel uncomfortable. You just get to choose which feels a little less discomfort between the two. And so what I'm trying to teach you on the podcast is using different examples like the house, the laundry, the marriage, the kids, the closet, the dishes. I'm trying to teach it on a smaller scale, how you, when you choose pain first, then the pleasure comes later. And instead of being instant gratification with a microwave mentality, choose delayed gratification every single stinking honking time. And your prefrontal cortex will get stronger and stronger and start to take over more versus the primitive part of the brain, which is the lower part of the brain, which is the monkey mind, which is always wanting to go back in the cave, wants to play small, doesn't want to do a podcast, doesn't want to become a life coach, doesn't want to stop yelling at your kids, doesn't want to have an organized house, doesn't want to do the workout. That's the primitive part of the brain in all of us. So I want to normalize that for you as much as humanly possible so you don't think things about yourself that aren't true. Because sometimes we put labels so big on ourselves that then we become what we tell ourselves that we are. I'm just a procrastinator. I'm just lazy. I used to call myself a loser mom all the time. I'm like, I'm such a loser mom in my head. So I don't want you beating yourself up and saying that you're lazy or you're a procrastinator or you never keep your word. Those are all just lies we tell ourselves. And that's what the primitive part of the brain is always trying to be sneaky. And then the prefrontal cortex is going, what? I don't understand. And so it's that battle and that disconnect and that gap in between what we want versus what we do. When you can close that gap, then you know that anything is possible. So I became certified as a life coach and I did two different types of certifications. And one of the certifications that I've done allows me to teach other people how to be a life coach. How cool is that? Because I get so many emails of people wanting to be a life coach. 
They want to have all the things. They want to have the time freedom. They want to have the financial freedom. They want to have the location freedom. And I think a lot of people are getting a taste of that during this quarantine of what it feels like to work remotely. What it feels like to be in charge of your own time. What it feels like to have a 30-second commute to your job. So as I'm training people to become life coaches because they want all those things, the same stuff comes up just like when you're trying to lose weight because the pleasure principle, the pleasure pain principle comes up every single time. The brain wants to seek pleasure first and so it wants to it wants to rest, it wants to relax. It doesn't want to put itself out there. So it's like let's just play small. Let's just do that later. The pleasure of not having enough time. These are lies that People tell themselves because it's a way to kind of delay the pain. So they choose pleasure first of saying, I don't have time. It doesn't feel familiar. I don't want to feel my feelings. I'll do it later. I just need to rest. I just need to relax. I don't have any time. And I always tell people the reason why, if you're interested in becoming a life coach, if you don't have time, most people become life coaches because they want more time. So instead of making that a reason not to do it, that is the reason to do it. Because we have 940 Saturdays from the time that our children are born to the time that they're grown and flown. That is a very small window. When we think about our life, let's assume we live to our 100. They're in our house for 18, 20 years. That's only 20% of our entire life is in these years with these precious babies. And so we want to be there for them. So if time is a problem or you're feeling like you're living on the hamster wheel and you're just exhausted, that's the reason to become a life coach because you can help so many people and you can do it on your time. And you can be creative with your time and work around your kid's schedule. And so many people love doing it because they feel like they're making such a mark on the world. And yes, it's uncomfortable, but the fulfillment that comes with it is the pleasure that comes after. So when people choose the pleasure route first, then the pain comes later of living on the hamster wheel, feeling emotionally drained by giving so much of your energy at work from eight to five outside of the home and then having nothing left in the tank and that going, 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 doing, doing, doing and feeling like you're on a hamster wheel that's going on speed 10 when you can only handle level three or four or the money stress that comes with it or the time stress and just overall family stress. And if you're staying home, then that puts a lot of pressure on the opposite spouse who is carrying the weight of all the financial responsibility. So the brain will always choose pleasure first, and then the pain comes later. So what I train people to do and would love to help you do it is when you choose the pain first of putting yourself out there. Oh, it's so hard, but it's so worth it. Putting yourself out there, managing your own time. I always say the best thing about when I'm helping people become life coaches, the best thing is that they're in charge of their own time. And what trips people up the most is that they're in charge of their own time because they've never been in charge of their own time before. They've always reported to somebody else. Think about it. When they're younger, they report to their parents. Then they report to the teachers. Then they report to the coaches. Then they grow up and then they have professors. And then they have 
a boss and they're always reporting to someone outside of them. So it takes a hot second to change that relationship and that dynamic from being reporting to someone else and then reporting to yourself. Because that integrity and that trust is built over time. But in the beginning, it takes a hot minute to get that underway. And there's not a lot of praise that comes from the boss because the boss is yourself. So you have to actually give yourself your own praise, which is very, very empowering. But like I said, it's definitely an adjustment because the pain is that you're responsible to yourself, that it doesn't matter if you show up or not. No one cares if you do the training. No one cares if you do the modules. No one cares if you do the podcast or don't do the podcast. There's no one checking up on you, which is the greatest thing. But then there's nobody checking up on you, which is the hardest thing because you have to be completely accountable to yourself. And then you have to feel all those feelings of discomfort. So that's the pain now. But then the pleasure that comes later is everything that people are wanting. They want that fulfillment. They want to help other people. They know that so many people come to them with their problems. Their friends do, their colleagues do, their kids do. And they feel really good about helping them because it feels super fulfilling to hold the space and give people tools and give them a framework. So when people learn that you choose pain first, then the pleasure comes later, which most people come to me wanting to become life coaches because they want time freedom. They want to have more time with their families or they want to have more time for themselves. A lot of life coaches that I help, their kids are grown and flown and they want to have that autonomy over their schedule and not be gone from their house all day. And they want to schedule in time with themselves or schedule in gardening or schedule in a nap or schedule in time just to take a breath or they want financial freedom or some people do it on top of their full-time job because they want supplemental income. They want to pay for Christmas presents in December or they want to plan for Hanukkah, or they want to plan for a trip. So they use that income just as almost like their fun money to pay off debt. That's a huge one. So they keep their current job, and then they become a life coach and help people in those cracks to pay off debt. Because debt feels like an anchor to your soul. And when you have an anchor on your soul like that, it's very hard to feel free and light when you're doing normal things, like at the grocery store. So when people choose the pain of putting themselves out there, being uncomfortable, then they create this sense of integrity and self-confidence and self-esteem within themselves because they're blowing their own mind. Like, wow, look what I did. But there's this space in between the pain and the pleasure which Brooke calls the river of misery. And that is where you have to feel all your feelings and know that that's part of the process. Because the more uncomfortable that you feel, the more that you know that you're growing. And Darren Hardy said it in his book, Entrepreneur Roller Coaster, which I highly recommend if you're becoming thinking about becoming a life coach. And he says, you need to get comfortable feeling uncomfortable. And I was like, whoa, that's really powerful just to get comfortable feeling uncomfortable, that you should feel like a little tension in your belly and like a little knot all the time. And I know that I feel, I feel like sick to my stomach on many, many days because that discomfort of growth is not fun. Remember, it's 50-50. But then the fun part is having the time freedom, having the financial freedom, having the location freedom. I was just talking to a mom last week and she said her husband is thinking, 
her husband may be transferred to another state for his job. And she wants to do this so then she can have location freedom. That if he gets moved, that's fine. She doesn't have to look for a new job because you can literally work from anywhere because your clients you meet virtually. Some people like in person, like doing workshops at the church and things like that. Some people like to do virtually. And the cool thing about coaching people virtually is that you can help people all over the world with problems that are universal. The problems that you're having are the same problems they're having. It's just different characters in the story. So I've been getting a lot of questions about this in the last couple months because of what I do, but also because of people being furloughed, they're under quarantine, they're working from home, they're working remotely for the first time. And so I'm so excited that I can offer you this and talk to you about the different programs that are out there, what's a good fit for you, and then kind of hold your hand and keep you accountable during the certification process. And then what's cool, once you're certified, they give you everything you need for your client. They give you a framework and you plug your client into the framework. And then the framework takes care of itself. And then you just hold the space for them. And when you're going through certification, the coolest part is that you get to go through it as a client first. You get to see what your client sees. You get to do the quizzes and the intake forms and the journaling. It's all given to you. So you get to experience first as a client and then you get to pay it forward because what's hanging up on my desk every day, all day, for whom much is given, much is required, Luke 12, 48. Once you're given a gift, your only job when you have that gift is to pay it forward. Just like when you go to a restaurant and you love your experience there, the first thing you do is say, oh, you've got to go to Fred Flintstone's cafeteria. It was so good. People are like, Fred Flintstones? I didn't know that opened up. Yeah, it's right over in the corner of such and such and such and such. And then you send all those people there because your experience at Fred Flintstone's restaurant cafeteria was so amazing. And I have no idea where I came up with Fred Flintstone, but I did. So if there's a Fred Flintstone restaurant near you, you need to go there. So it's the same thing when you receive this gift, you pay it forward. So what I've done is I created an application process because life coaching isn't for everybody. So I can chat with you to see if it's right for you and if it's a good fit. So I'm going to, in the show notes, put an application for you to fill out with all of your fears and all of your joys and all of your excitement and all of your dreams to put in this application. And then I'll reach out to you and we can see if it's a good fit. For if you want to do it full-time, supplemental, work part-time so you can live full-time. That's the goal in life is to work part-time so you can live full-time and have that sense of fulfillment while you have the time freedom and the financial freedom and the location freedom and while you're building that self-confidence. Because so many people think if I'm a life coach, then I have to be perfect. Oh, no. B minus all day long. Because there is no destination. This is all one big journey. I say it every week. I am not special. And I don't mean to throw that myself under the bus. I just mean I'm not more special than you or your neighbor or your neighbor over there or anybody else. Just like my kids. I always say my kids aren't special. And you say, how could you say that about your kids? And I say, my kids are so special. 
and they're just as special as yours. When I say they're not special, I mean they're not any more special than any other child. Kids are kids are kids are kids. Grownups are grownups are grownups are grownups. We're all just doing the very best we can, and we're on this journey, and we're all in different classrooms, but there is no hierarchy of better, worse, more special, less special. It just doesn't exist. We were all given our worthiness and our value the day that we were born, and there is no dimmer switch. There is no switch to lighten it up. The only thing that I try to help people do is to lighten up that light within them just brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter, but not on your value and your worthiness, just on the gifts that were given to you when you were born. Just brightening those up so you can help other people. Because when you shine your light so bright, other people are like, whoa, what's going on over there? And then you inspire people to change versus begging or dragging people to change. So if this is something that you're interested in, what happens is you get a little whisper and that's your soul talking. That's your spirit talking to you. That's your gut talking to you. I always say, listen to your gut because that means God, that's your gut is really God talking to you. And so it starts as a little whisper, a little like twinkle in your eye, like, huh, I wonder if. And then that whisper gets louder and louder until it becomes like a little roar, a dull roar. And then it gets louder and louder in your brain. It will, you'll think the thought, like, what if I could be a life coach? And then your brain will immediately shut it down. It will be a little whisper. And then the brain will immediately shut it down. Believe me, I know because I've been through this and I've helped so many people. And I've warned them about that because if you know what's going to happen, then you know that it will just get louder and louder and louder till it's a voice so loud inside of you that you have to take action. Because the pain of listening to that voice over and over and over becomes so uncomfortable that taking action becomes more comfortable than listening to that voice over and over and over. But what the brain likes to do, it likes to indulge in overwhelm and confusion. I just don't know. I have to know the path. Once you take action, that's when you figure out the path. It likes to feel overwhelmed like, oh, I don't know. Should I talk to Kelly? Should I talk to this one? Should I go, should I go to Google? I need to talk to ask my husband. I need to ask my, my friend. I need to ask the mail carrier. I need to ask the bus driver. I need to ask. I need to ask. So it just spins in confusion and overwhelm because it doesn't want to take action. Just know that this is part of the process and this is completely normal. If this is happening, then that means the voice is just trying to get louder and louder and louder because the overwhelming confusion will become so exhausting that taking action will feel less painful than the overwhelming confusion. Because once you start taking action, then the overwhelming confusion becomes softer and quieter, but it never, ever goes away. My brain likes to indulge in overwhelming confusion on the regular. So just know that that's going to happen no matter what you're trying to do, whether it's lose weight, have more fun with your marriage, have more fun with your kids, stop yelling, have an organized house, start a business, whatever it is, your brain will always want to indulge in overwhelming confusion and will say, you know what, we'll just make a decision later. And then what happens is your brain spins on that decision and that is exhausting to your soul because you're spinning and spinning and spinning and it's like having all these tabs open at once on your computer and then you get the rainbow wheel. So just know that that's part of the process And then just keep taking a step forward and keep taking a step forward and keep taking a step forward and listening to your inner voice, listen to your inner guide, listen to your soul, listen to your gut, listen to God speaking through you. And when you listen, it will get louder. It's like, listen, Linda, listen, I'm telling you, Linda. So if this is something that is whispering in you, fill out the application. I will hook up with you. We will chat to see if it's a 
match or it's not a match. And then I will hand you, because what happened when I became a coach, my coach gave me, I was holding the match out and she lit my match. And once she lit my match, I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe how scary and amazing this feels. And so now my job is to walk around with that match and everybody's holding up their match and I just light it, light it, light it, light it because I want to pay it forward. So fill out the application and I'll talk to you next week. I love you guys. Bye-bye. Hey mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt resonating moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.